by Professor D.S. Popowicz Copyright January 2021 Anthropology typically refrains from using abbreviations such as B.C. and A.D. because each of these terms uses a time frame that is based on a biblical reference. A.D. is an abbreviation for Anno Domini, which means in the year of our Lord. While, some, people believe deeply in the Christian notion that Jesus of Nazareth is the Lord, this is a matter of faith that imposes one system of belief on everyone else. For example, Muslims believe deeply in Allah, Hindus pray to Brahma and other gods, while Jews cherish Yahweh. Keeping the above in mind, religious bias is omitted from anthropological references to time. Physical anthropology will never use BC or AD, they will refer to the age of fossils as millions of years ago, Maya. Similarly, archaeologists refer to time as years before the present, Yip. The invention of writing is also used to reference time. Everything prior to the invention of writing, then, is called prehistory or the prehistoric period, and everything that follows the invention of writing is called history or the historical period. The following geological epochs are found strictly within the prehistoric period, Miocene, Pliocene, and the Pleistocene. In the early part of the Holocene, around 20,000 to 6,000 Yip is also considered part of the prehistoric period, however, everything following 6,000 Yip in the Holocene falls into the historic period. Finally, in addition to the Paleolithic, there are two other Broad Stone Ages that are often referenced. As such, the Paleolithic, Old Stone Age, includes all stone stones prior to the development of stone industries to process the grains some 18,000 Yip before farming was invented. The Mesolithic, or Middle Stone Age, refers to the tool industries that were developed to process grains and other food that were being collected prior to the invention of farming. Around 10,000 Yip, in the Middle East, farming was intentioned. The stone tools associated with farming are referred to as Neolithic tools, New Stone Age. Figure 1.1, Fields of Anthropology and Overlaps in Anthropology illustrates the relationship between physical anthropology, archaeology, and forensic anthropology as time progresses. Figure 3.1, Fields of Study and Overlaps in Anthropology. As illustrated, there are a number of areas in physical anthropology and archaeology that overlap from a time perspective. Physical anthropology goes back the furthest in time, examining the origins and evolution of humankind. Their research begins in the Miocene some 20 million years ago, into the Pliocene, 5 to 2.5 Maya, and continues to modern-day humans, their coverage is identified with a beige-colored key. Archaeology begins with the emergence of stone tools in the Pleistocene and continues into ancient, and then more recent times, for example, excavations related to the War of 1812 would be considered archaeology, their coverage is identified with a gray-blue color key. Forensic anthropology, a subfield within physical anthropology is concerned with the study of human remains in recent times, their coverage is identified with a green color key. Credit, B. Popovich. Radiometric Dating the Nobel laureate Marie Curie was responsible for coining the term radioactive, developing the theory of radioactivity and radioactive decay, and developing techniques for isolating isotopes, a variant of a given chemical element, the number of neutrons vary. Because of her work, physical and archaeological anthropologists are able to use techniques that measure radioactive decay and assign absolute dates to objects such as Paleolithic stone tools, ancient clothing, and even bone. The following video will provide you with some background on a radiometric dating method that was developed by another Nobel laureate, Willard Libby. Materials and Application, Radiocarbon 
It is important to remember that radiometric dating can only be used for certain types of objects and within specific time frames. For example, forensic anthropologists, generally, do not use radiometric dating. Radiocarbon dating, for instance, is typically used for objects that are a few hundred years of age to approximately 50,000 to 60,000 years of age. As for the types of objects that can be dated, fossils cannot be radiocarbon dated because their composition has changed over time from organic to inorganic. Radiocarbon dating, then, is specifically used for organic objects such as charred wood, natural fabrics, and bone. The general principle behind radiocarbon dating is as follows, organic objects contain environmentally absorbed carbon. Carbon comes in different forms, in order words, carbon has various isotopes such as carbon-12, carbon-13, and carbon-14. While carbon-12 and carbon-13 are stable isotopes, carbon-13 is unstable, it decays in a predictable manner over time. To demonstrate the decay rate of C14, there are 8 C14 icons depicted on the bone in addition to stable carbon isotopes, they remain unchanged. Carbon-14 has a half-life of 5,730 years, so by the time 4 of the icons have disappeared in the example, 5,730 years have passed. Credit, B. Popovich. Dating Fossils As we go back further in time, objects sometimes undergo a process called fossilization. Briefly, fossilization, in one sense, refers to a process by which organic materials are mineralized. For example, as organic materials, for example, bone, decompose, minerals fill the voids, and a mineralized cast of the original form of life is preserved. Because fossils are no longer organic, they do not contain carbon or enough carbon to be useful for obtaining an accurate measurement of radiocarbon. Anthropologists do use radiometric dating on the fossil. Instead, they date the sediment that the fossil is found in or the sediment above and below it. Because some sediment and rock, igneous, were formed during periods of volcanic activity, the material can be used to provide an absolute date. More specifically, when the igneous rock is formed, it changes from molten lava to a solid. While it is in the molten form, both potassium and argon are present in the lava. When the lava solidifies there is no more argon. Importantly, potassium-40 decays into argon-40. The half-life of potassium-40 is 1.3 billion years and because its half-life is much greater than carbon-14, it can be used to date volcanic sediment from 200,000 years to 4 billion years of age.